Good afternoon. It's Friday, June 17th, time for a market update. We'll start with the macro picture where on Wednesday the Federal Reserve raised rates 75 basis points, now acknowledging that they're way behind the curve on inflation. Um, The market suspected that they had uh, mischaracterized inflation a long time ago, but now the Fed has admitted it themselves and were forced to raise rates far more aggressively than they ever intended. Uh, they also claim they're going to get the inflation rate back down to 2 2.5% by the end of the year. That's their goal. Good luck with that is all I can say. They also claim they can negotiate a soft landing, meaning that they can get inflation down without creating a recession. Again, good luck with that. The market itself disagrees with their assessment. Uh, the Bloomberg uh, recession survey now prices in a 75% probability that we're going to have a recession by early 2024, while the private sector, the majority of Americans, believe that we are already in a recession. There's an over 60% response rate that we are already in a recession, and an 80% probability we'll have a recession within the next year. So uh, don't ask the academics, ask the Americans on the ground, and I think you get a more accurate picture. There is severe political fallout as inflation is now skyrocketing, consumer sentiment is collapsing, the stock market is collapsing, and Biden's approval ratings are now at all-time lows. And so after months of blaming the inflation on the war in Ukraine and corporate greed on on the parts of the oil companies, the administration is now stepping up efforts to find a way, some way, to manufacture some relief for the consumer. Their first plan started with a heavy special tax on the oil companies' profits and then using that money to give back to Americans in the form of a rebate card that they could use at gas stations. The problem is the microchip shortage won't let them make enough cards. Imagine that. Uh, Plan B is they're now considering a plan to limit exports of gasoline and diesel or cap prices at the pump. Unfortunately, just like the release of oil from the SBR a few months ago, it won't work. But it is a headline, and the market are going to trade these headlines whether they're factually true or not. Did anything trade change fundamentally? I don't think so. As far as the grain fundamentals are concerned, soybean crush for the month of May was at 171 million bushels. That was a record for the month of May. The Ukraine corridor corridor discussions have basically collapsed, although Biden claims to be working with the EU to build temporary grain storage to get that grain out of Ukraine. The problem is, again, it will take four to six months just to build those storage facilities, and the Ukraine authorities themselves say the only way to get grain out of Ukraine is to open the ports. And based on the, uh, the war, that's not going to happen anytime soon. The national corn basis did strengthen again this week. Soybean basis was mixed, but still remains strong. Uh, these, uh, along with big inverses in the in the uh, July SEP corn market and the July August soybean market, continue to point uh, to me to record tight stocks and stocks to use ratios. And the wheat basis, uh, while under pressure during harvest now. Uh, even though stocks to use ratios are low, the exports are slow, and with wheat $3 a bushel over corn, there's no feeding of wheat. 
So wheat, for the moment, needs to find a home in a commercial storage, and it will wait there until global demand comes for it. In weather, the extended forecasts continue to call for very hot temperatures in the central and south-central part of the U.S., with little to no precip. Centered over Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Kansas, southern Nebraska, and Iowa, all with hot temperatures uh, and, and limited rainfall scheduled over the next two weeks. Uh, still quite hot temperatures and limited rainfall are going to be centered over Iowa, Illinois, and Indiana, the all-important ice states. So it won't be as bad there, but it'll still be pretty bad. So where we stand right now is we've got a train uh, that's going down the tracks. We've got uh, global balance sheets that continue to tighten. Um, we've had several large events disrupt global supplies. It all started last summer with the Brazilian corn crop loss, continued with the Brazilian soybean crop loss, uh, throw in some Canadian corn and wheat losses last summer, and now mix in the Ukrainian war where some 20 to 30 million metric tons of grain remain locked up. Uh, and you've got an incredibly tight global balance sheet. Uh, and, and what we've got is now weather uh, threatening to be relatively um, difficult on the crops over the next two weeks. So for me, there are no changes in our pricing forecast. I'm still looking for 8.15 December corn. I'm still looking for $7.23 corn. Um, I'm still looking for November beans to get up to that 16.15 area and November 23 beans to make a run at the $15 mark. Um, while wheat, uh, a flat price has fallen pretty dramatically here, uh, as the market absorbs uh, the small harvested wheat crop we have, I do want to hold our bushels, if we can, off the market for the next 30 to 45 days, and I would be looking for a very significant correction in wheat prices once harvest is complete. Cotton, unlike the grains, is in a different place. We are already seeing signs of demand destruction, and unfortunately cotton does get hard, hit hardest during a recession. So we should be sold up on physical as much as possible, for the 22 crop, but please don't take any production risk, and the rest should be covered with the March 90 or 95 cent puts. In summary, um, it, it, it looks like to me that for the grains, there is only one way out, and that is demand destruction, and we have not seen the price action that confirms we're seeing that. In the next few weeks, we will see the battle between headline risks from the Biden administration trying to fight inflation, uh, and the macro market that's trying to price in the possibility of a recession and their view on commodities as it relates to that recession. And, you know, now the U.S. entering into the most critical period for grain production over the next 30 to 60 days. So it's going to be very wild price action. Please make sure you have your orders in place and ready to go. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. And remember, trading futures and options carry significant risk of loss, and each investor should consider what is suitable for them given their financial conditions and proceed accordingly. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you soon.